Welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KOKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry, the managing sports editor of the Parsons Sun and Chanute Tribune newspapers. It is the first edition off of midseason tournament week, the busiest basketball week throughout the school year, with maybe the exception of Substate. Uh, and so I am ready for a I am ready for some R and R. But before we get to that, gotta welcome in a dual guest episode. It is Kaiser Weitrick or Watrick rather, the uh, St. Paul High School quarterback and uh, basketball player, and his dad Keith Watrick, uh, the St. Paul basketball boys basketball head coach and football head coach. They're here for a special reason, and we're getting into that. But Keith and Kaiser, welcome to the show. Kaiser, it's your first time on. Great to have you both. Uh, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Um, just happy to be here. Awesome. Uh, first off, let's talk about the fact that you guys just got your first win in basketball, I believe, this, this uh, year, right? Uh, we Actually, it's our second win. Second win. We got a win earlier in the year against uh, Chitopa. Um, That's right, and, and yeah. And then we picked up another win. It's almost like the Chitopa team can be a little forgettable. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say anything. It was an experience, but we got we needed a win at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a very, very tough early season schedule with, with Galena and Columbus, Opie, Colgan. That tournament you were in was no joke either. Um, we played um, Humboldt, who was under. I don't know how they end up the tournament if they won or not, but they, they were undefeated. They ended up getting fourth. They went so they beat you guys, then lost their first two games of the year. They lost to Anderson okay, County, so. and uh, they lost to Anderson County in a third place game, and they lost to Iola in the semifinals. Yeah, so very talented Humboldt team, which you know it was, mm-hmm. uh, we play unbelievable defense. We just we have a hard time scoring. At St. Paul, um, I mean, it was 15 to 20 against Humboldt in the first half. And, you know, I was tickled to death that we held them to 20 points and then just as upset that we only scored 15. So, <laughs> you know, we struggle scoring. We always keep the game close, you know, even with teams like Colgan where we was within single digits in the second half. Um, you know, we just we just get overpowered on the offensive end and, and we, we can't keep up. So we have a hard time scoring. But... Yeah, it was good to get our second win, and and uh, hopefully moving forward we get into more league play and not such big schools. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's talk about what is a very exciting uh, reason that you're here, uh, or one of the two reasons you're here. We're getting into the first one, which is uh, both of you are headed to the eight man All Star game in this coming June for football. Uh, Kaiser, you're going to be a player, and Keith, you're going to be the head coach. I believe this is your first time being the head coach. Yes, there at the A man also game. Have you ever been on the staff before? Yes, I was the assistant coach last year. It, it's got to be so exciting uh, to for both of you to be there. Uh, talk about. Can you tell me when and how you found out? That's the story I kind of want to hear. Uh, so, I was asked to be an assistant coach last year. Um, and I was excited about that. Never thought I'd get a chance with my coaching career winding down um it was on my bucket list to do um but i just never got the chance to uh to do it for whatever reason and i got asked last year um and i took the assistant job and i had a great time spent a week out there with the kids uh learned the whole system and how it worked and all the fun stuff they do going to the movies and two practices a day and and get to meet the other opposing coaches and the coaches on your staff you're meeting. Um, because even though we know each other as coaches, you don't know each other when you're sharing a dorm room together. It gets more <laughs> personal, and, and you learn about their lives. And and uh, just just had a great time. And then I found out in um, uh, September, around September, 
I found out that I was going to uh, get asked to be the head coach uh, this year. And um, so I obviously accepted it with open arms. Um, another thing on my bucket list that I've wanted to do. And, and uh, as a head coach, you get to, to pick your assistant coaches. <laughs> and so that was exciting. And I got to, uh, you know, got to, um, I'm going to have um, Shelby Hoppus from, Canton Galva helped me, which I met him out there last year, and and he was one of the coaches for the Division One team last year. Um, so uh, I even talked to him that if I got to do it the next year, if he would be willing to help me because he was dropping to do Division Two. Um, he is a unbelievable eight man minded coach, and oh, yeah. and uh, and then Matt Hoyer from Hanover. Obviously, me and him has had some battles <laughs> in the trenches during the you know. 18 and 19. Um, Did you in the invite final. the Burley game coach? <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, but he, well, he's division, he's division one. So they he couldn't, have, couldn't yeah. have helped me, but you know, and actually, if you want to know the truth, me and Jeff have really gotten to have a good relationship over the year. Mm-hmm. It's a respectful relationship because he has, does have such a good program up there at Burlingame. Absolutely. Um, we had some battles and, I had some battles with Hanover too, and I got a lot of respect for Matt, and and so I asked him to help, and and he accepted. So I got a great coaching staff, got some championship rings between them, and and both of them have done it before, so it ought to be a lot of fun. Kaiser, I'm curious uh, to your reaction when you found out you were a player. I'm sure uh, you know there's uh, only only so many spots. A lot of those spots go to teams, go to players on teams that probably made it a little further than you guys this year, and you guys had a fine season but i'm curious just what the uh reaction was to you seeing your name on that roster yeah um it, i was pretty excited i was actually at the movies with my mom what movie were you seeing uh what were we watching we were watching the anna movie where she's the robot okay but yeah we were there watching that and he called me and i knew he was there so i had to step out of the movies and he told me and i couldn't have been more happy um i just it was one of the better moments so i i'm really excited because i've been working for this for a while i started Mm -hmm. out as a freshman that didn't see a weight room and everything and i kind of built myself up in the weight room and everything and i feel i felt like i deserved it because felt like i put on a show every time friday nights came around but yeah i'm pretty excited and that's one thing that's refreshing to me is i feel you know Humility, while recognition of your own accomplishments can coexist, and I feel like that's a good trait that Kaiser's showing right there. I feel like you, there's, and it's not a problem. I don't, I'm not criticizing kids that say, <laughs> "Oh, I don't know if I deserve this," or "I was surprised," or anything like that. But you recognize what you were capable of, and you felt like that—that's what came to fruition, so to speak. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head how many tackles I had, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I felt like I, I put in the all of the work in the weight room and everything, and I just put it out there on the field every time, and I felt like I kind of made my spot on there every time I went on the field. So, Keith, one thing that is uh, interesting to me that I've noticed is, you know, while each sport kind of – obviously most sports have their own coaches association, and every sport kind of has their own clique of coaches and communities uh, within the state – Eight-man football itself is certainly its own subset within the sport of football. 
I mean, you have the Kansas Football Coaches Association, but you also have the Eight Man Coaches Association, yeah. uh, and you guys are certainly more tight knit. Almost kind of like it's almost like you guys are the uh, you're on the moon to the rest of the to the rest of the world, so to speak. You guys are certainly a, a very tight knit colony uh, amongst yourselves. I'm curious, kind of how that do you see that do you see that transpiring and how that and just that that type of closeness you feel with your, your eight-man brother so to speak i remember when you were making a, a run to the state championship game matt fowler uh who's the head coach at oswego now i am blanking on where he was prior to this i know he was somewhere very successful uh uh, since but, you said that, I drew a blank too. So. Oh my gosh! And he's gonna kill. Yeah, he's, he's gonna a, be yeah. pissed. But he doesn't. Yeah. He's fine. But uh, he he came and spoke to you guys just because he was on his way to Missouri to see his family. Yeah. New St. Paul was probably practicing for a state championship game. Decided to come to speak. That was several years ago. That was just one iteration of it. I'm curious, kind of how you see that play out year in and year out. Uh, yeah, and that was a unique situation. Um, that was a unique situation with him showing up at our practice and speaking to our kids that day. Uh, first time I really got to know uh, Coach Fowler, and then we continued that that uh, relationship further. And then even when he was applying at Oswego, he called me and asked me some information about it. And I, you know, and I said good things about Oswego, and I said, you know, they're always going to have numbers, and and uh, always seems like they have some classes that come through some athletic ability and. Um, the, I actually, I told him the only thing that would be a downfall is if, if they do jump back and forth, which I didn't know, I'm not part mm-hmm. from Oswego, but you know, if they're 11 man, eight man, 11 man, eight man, but uh, I think they assured him they were going to stay eight men. So I think that helped and it got him closer to his family and that was what he's after. But to answer your question, it is, it is a different deal. Whenever, whenever we go out to the eight man voting and, and I've never missed it since I've been, been a head coach. Um, other than the year that we had to do it live stream, um, you go out there and all the coaches and not all the coaches make it, but most of the coaches make it to the eight man all-star voting. And that is our yearly meeting too. Yeah. And if you want to know anything about eight man football, you need to be there because they talk about times and dates and, and, uh, you vote on coach of the year and you vote on, you know, uh, district reps and, Mm -hmm. um, stuff like that and it's just something that if you're a part of eight-man football you should be at it uh, i'm at it every year uh, i love it i enjoy it the food's good the conversation's good you get to meet with all the coaches um and visit with them and then obviously you have the eight-man all-star voting uh that same day too which is uh, a lot of fun uh kaiser i'm curious from a player's perspective what it's I mean, it's almost a cliche question, but what it's like playing eight-man football. Obviously, most kids grow up watching college football in the NFL. There's 11 men out there. Uh, I'm sure even as a, you know, I'm curious just what it's like playing that brand of football um, in communities like St. Paul. Yeah, so so St. Paul's community is really nice. Um, When the lights come on at Friday night, a lot of people show up, and there's always – the normals there that yell, uh, let's go O-line and all that stuff, and that's really fun. But the main difference, I would say, because I've never played 11-man, but 8-man's really fast. I mean, when you're in the fourth quarter, if you're down, to, if you're up two touchdowns, that's nothing really. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you can you can get back easy. So I would say the main difference is probably 8-man's like nuts fast, but... Keith, we've seen those comebacks for you. You had two of them in that run to the state championship game against 
Osborne and against Berlin game. That was just such a fun year. Yeah, yeah there's there's nothing that you know, eight man I, I played eleven man and at the collegiate level obviously and, and I played eight man in high school and mm-hmm. uh it all comes down to blocking and tackling as football. But it is a faster game. If you have an exceptional player like an Adam Albertini, uh you can have a mediocre team with a player like that, and it puts you in the next level because he's yeah. so fast. Mm-hmm. He's so fast, and um, so and not everybody, you know, th- those kids just don't come around every day. Um, but the overall team speed for eight man, I mean, you're just the big plays are there because you don't have the strong safety, you don't have the free safety. So it's always something you can get over the top if you have a good, like if you have a Landon Beachner who can go up and get a ball, then you can always go over the top, and you know so. You know, Kaiser's right in the sense that it is faster, but it all boils down to blocking and tackling. If you can't block and you can't tackle, then you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to a quick break, uh, but when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, kind of what this eight-man all-star game means. We're going to talk talk a little more shop. We got Keith Wattrick, uh the St. Paul Indians uh, boys basketball and football coach, and Kaiser Wattrick, his son, the latest um, addition to the eight-man all-star roster this coming summer uh i'm your host sean fry we'll be right back with the war room here on klkc radio don't go anywhere and we're back here on the war room here on klkc radio i'm your host sean fry we got keith watrick uh the saint paul indians football and boys basketball coach and we've got kaiser watrick his son uh basketball player and running back for the indians as well uh keith uh, we're talking about how both of you are headed to the eight-man all-star game this summer in football. Uh, you're going to be the head coach, your second time on staff in any capacity in the in at the eight-man all-star game, correct? Second yes, time, second time, and first time being the head coach. Kaiser's yes. your son's going to be one of the players. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about the selection process and how the season went uh, and, and what it meant to you guys. But tell me a little bit about just what the eight-man all-star game itself is like. Obviously, it, it's in Beloit, Kansas. It's in June. Uh, it can be hot. You guys get the 10 a.m. game, thank the Lord. Yes, <laughs> so yes. Uh, just tell me a little bit about kind of what the day's like and everything. Uh, yeah, so you show up there and you have uh, four days of camp and you have practices two times a day and you get to know the kids and you put in your offense and your defense and, you know, you put in the – you can't put in everything you want, but you get in what you can get in and then and then um, you have a lot of fun that you have some downtime where the, you take the kids to the movies and – and they have some special stuff where we pick a couple kids and they go in town with the with the young kids in town and do some stuff. And um, Boyd does a great job of hosting it. And we tour the school. Uh, they give us a tour of the school while we're there. We stay in the dorms while we're there. Um, yeah, it is, it is a great time. I love it. It it I played in it as a player mm-hmm. as a player back in high school. I played in the eight man all star game. So. You know, it was always with my bucket list to go back and get to coach in it. Didn't know if I ever would, um, but it's happening, so that's awesome. And, you know, obviously very honored that my son gets to play in it as well. Kaiser, uh, take me through kind of what your expectations for the game will be like. I'm sure he's been – I'm sure you've been there before probably. To- oh, oh, yeah, I've watched Anthony Albertini, Adam, all of them <laughs> go. And it was kind of a dream to go, but now it's reality. So, but, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play in it and – I'm I'm sure it's gonna be really hot, so I'm kind of nervous <laughs> about that. <laughs> uh, Kaiser, you told me, uh, you know, we were talking a little bit um, off the air in between uh, during the break, and after after the eight man All Star game, you're gonna be headed to Northeastern Oklahoma A and M. 
uh, to be on it to to rope. Uh, you got a scholarship there. You're gonna be doing stuff that I can only that I would. It, it would a concussion would happen faster than any other sport <laughs> if I tried it. Uh, for me, tell me a little bit about what your college plans are gonna be like. Yeah, so I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship from NEO, as you said. But yeah, I just I want to go down there and obviously every I want to win a national uh college national championship, but but I really just hope to succeed in my roping. I got I got some dorms and stuff and I'm really just trying to have a good time there. NEO has a very complete athletics program, and it just, you know, I'm sure rodeo. So I assume, Keith, real quick, I assume that's rodeo. That's uh, He's part of the rodeo team, and that's part of roping and everything. Well, well, yeah, of course he gets a scholarship in the one coach I did, one sport I didn't coach him in, right? So, <laughs> yeah. So I would it say turns that makes out, sense. Yeah, so it turns out, yeah, um, most kids don't want to do it with their dad. But, you know, Kaiser got some small offers for football, and me and him had some serious conversations about it, and, you know, um, I just told him that he has a gift roping. He's very good at it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's part of the Little Bridges Association, which is similar to high school rodeo, only it's na- nationals. So it's everybody in the na- you know yeah. Little Bridges, and so and uh, he finished top twenty in the nation last year in team roping. Um, very very good achievement. And I told him, I said, you have a knack for that. And uh, and let's be honest, you weigh. Uh, 165, 170 pounds, and although, you know, he's a young man that benches 245 at that weight, so he's put his time in the weight room, um, That that's a tough weight to play college football at. Yes. So, you know, we talked about that, and he loves football. Um, he's a good football player, but, you know, I think think he's taking the right avenue and roping. Um, so it's something he can do the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully he has a, a lot there's of fun people that make here. real money. Obviously, there's people, there's there's celebrities in every yes. uh, every profession, so to speak. And you know, shoot for the stars, Kaiser. I'm not telling you no, but you know, every profession also has its people that just make their livelihoods on it. I'm not a superstar athlete, but I get to go home and get a paycheck and live my life with my orbit being around sports because I loved it so much because I. Yes. Found what my niche was, and I think Kaiser, you have a tremendous opportunity. What What do you want, Kaiser? What do you want that uh, this uh, spot on the roping team? What do you What do you envision down the line as an adult for a potential career? Is this something you want to pursue full time, or and if you don't turn into the next, uh, you know, superstar cowboy, what's something that could uh, have be around that orbit, so to speak, just like a sports writer is orbiting around the world of athletics? Yeah, so couple things um one i do i'm gonna try my luck at the nfr because i feel like i have a shot so i i'm gonna try my luck at that um but if that doesn't work out you know i have like right now i have a guy that sends me a horse that sent me a horse and i'm breaking him for a couple weeks and he's paying me so i think i always have like training colts to fall back on and then i can always jackpot and so Mm -hmm. but yeah i'm gonna after college i I plan on trying to do try to make it to the big leagues in roping. So awesome! I I think that opportunity exists, and I was gonna say too, NEO has a very complete athletics program. You know, if you love football, they're they're one of the better junior college football programs in the country. Uh, their football, their basketball programs are always very competitive. Uh, your uh, or not your your friend Gina. Uh, Gina's run or <clears throat> Gina Albertini, her 
brother is the wrestling coach down there. He, uh, Joe Renfro, as psychotic as he might be, he won multiple national championships <laughs> here at LeBet, and he's done the same with NEO. They probably have the best junior college wrestling program in the country. They have a... Uh, their baseball and softball programs are always fun to watch, so you'll never get bored at NEO. No. Well, just the other night we went to NEO. It was a Wednesday basketball game, and I forget who they were playing. Yeah, Eastern somebody, and mm-hmm. we went, and it was a nice, close game. Um, they have some really good athletes, and actually at halftime, I got a $1,000 scholarship, uh, academic scholarship. Congratulations. Yeah, they picked my name out of the hat. And <laughs> out of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it boiled down to. So, uh, But yeah, it was close game. They ended up winning, but it mm-hmm. was like three points or something. I mean, yeah. it was it was a nail-biter. They they play good basketball. I, I, I enjoy, Anytime any of those playing anything, they're going to be competitive. Like I said, they have one of the more complete athletic departments, I would say, of any junior college in the country. So you're going you're gonna to be in a good environment there uh, no matter what you're doing. Keith, we, we've put it off long enough. This was a conversation that we've meant to have, and I, I want to have it with you. You are stepping down from St. Paul High School as its coach for both football and boys basketball. You've already essentially done so uh, for uh, football, and you'll do so for boys basketball at the end of the year. Take me through what got you to that decision. You and I had talked over previous years. I, we, we saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. What, where did you? Why do you feel like you finally got there? And I'm sure well, your youngest getting of age is part of it. Well, you know, I didn't coach just solely to coach my son, although that is a you know a, a it's perk. A it's a it's a perk, and and I've loved it. So, and it's not the easiest thing to do, <laughs> by the way, coach your son. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to you have to um, you know I asked Travis Hermick one time, who's a good friend of mine. Up at Crest, when he's a he's a heck of a basketball coach, and he coaches boys. I said, "How do you do it?" And he goes, "Well, I hug them. After every game, I hug them. After every practice, I hug them. When we go home, we don't take it home. That's not as easy as <laughs> sometimes. Um, but anyway, it's been it's been fun along the way. And and you know, I'll be honest with you, it's twenty five years, and that's going to show my age a little bit. Twenty five years I've been coaching at St. Paul. Um, you know, started way back when just saw him today. Just 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 worked with his boy at a, a bitty basketball camp today I put on or the senior boys put on that I helped him with. Um Seth Bourne was there and his kids were there and and uh he was a senior my first year. Yeah. Uh coaching and that was been so it'd been tw- it'd be twenty four years coaching football and twenty five years coaching at St. Paul after this basketball season. So, you know, I've chased the dream for a long time. I've got to do a lot of my goals. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously this head coach of the eight man game, you know, I'm only lacking one goal and, um, uh, you know, I made it to the, to the big dance. I just didn't seal the deal as a coach, but I feel like I've accomplished what I want to accomplish. And, and, um, you know, I don't know, maybe years down the road, I might get that fire again. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not that old. Um, but for right now, I think I have a business. I have, a, I have some other stuff that I want to get into. With Kaiser um, going in college rodeoing, I would miss pretty much all of his college rodeo Yeah, um, because they're on Fridays um, if I continue to coach. And, you know, you don't have them, so you don't see them. So mm-hmm. being kids, that is. So, you know, I'd like to go watch him college rodeo. I don't want to miss out on that. And And there comes a certain point in your life when you know when you're, when you're walking to practice and you don't 
love to be at practice anymore, then you know that you're starting to lose a little bit of that fire. I love, I love coaching in games. Mm-hmm. I was should have got a technical foul the other night at a game. I get way too emotional. <laughs> I'm not a good basketball coach anyway. I just get way too emotional. And, um, you know, because I'm a football coach coaching basketball. And um, I... I just don't. I just don't, you know, wait for that practice anymore to go to practice. I don't have that fire anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think when you start losing that that energy to go to practice and making kids better, it's time to let somebody younger in there and mm-hmm. let them see what they can do. And and you know, I'm I'm sad about leaving. I love St. Paul. Love St. Paul. I went to school in St. Paul. I played in St. Paul. I coached in St. Paul. My trophy room is maroon and gold. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got kids that come over to our house, obviously Kaiser's friends and stuff, and they walk into my trophy room, and it's all St. Paul kids that I've coached. That's all there is. There's nothing, no trophies of mine up there. Mm-hmm. They're all the kids that have coached or been a part of those teams. And little known fact, you probably don't know this, and I, I tell a few people it. Um, never been to an eight man state championship game that i wasn't a part of at st paul i played in the first one we ever went to Mm -hmm. that was in 1991 as assistant coach in four and as a head coach in one and you won some as an assistant correct we won two as an assistant i won two as an assistant a lot of people think what was it that uh 2003 team if i'm not mistaken uh, it was 2000, 2002 was the two years we won. That's it. right. Uh, a lot of people think that might have been the best eight man team that ever stepped foot on a football field. 2000, probably, arguably, one of the best football teams I've ever been around. Just loaded from talent from top to bottom. Um, mm-hmm. could have had seven kids off that team went and played college football. They didn't because someone went and played baseball, some yeah. went and played basketball. <laughs> Shibe, I think, went to Pitt yeah. and um, played football. Um, just unbelievable talent on that team. Absolutely. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was like, it was like uh, riding around with a rock and roll band. <laughs> You'd pull in town, everybody, you know, be standing on the streets looking at you come by. And, um, and then 2002 was a lot of fun. Actually, closer to the kids in 2002 for me with Michael Pope and John Bradshaw, um, yeah. Brandon Giefer. Um, I was really close with those kids where in 2000, you know, I, I mean, I coached, but I wasn't, didn't have that connection with them where in 2002, I mean, I, you know, consider John Spradshaw one of my good friends now and, yeah. and, uh, I just, athletic director yeah. at Chitopa, he's, yeah. And his orbits uh, around he was a good, when he coached was a good basketball coach, great basketball coach. So, uh, had a little bit more of a connection with the 2022, but, uh, no connection like 2017 with that group of boys. The, so, out of the Albertini brothers. Yeah, yeah, and you know, you got Bourne in there. and Brendan and, Doherty and, was a part and, of yeah, that Yeah, Brendan Doherty and Caleb Pekka, um, Kobe Spillbush, uh, Hunter Pullman, and Grant Hutchison, I believe, are all the seniors. I don't want to miss any of the seniors. I, I am going to blank um, on his name. How about that Trent, that foreign exchange kicker? Oh, uh, Matt. Was it Matt? I think it was Matei. Yes, Matei. Yeah, he uh, 
Actually, one of the truth that was huge for us that year. Oh, <laughs> groundbreaking! Yeah, yeah. Kid come in like that, and uh, it was an automatic touchback every time. Yes. And it, it, what was it? Either against Osborne and Berlingame, both of them you, kicked you, field goals. Kicked field goals that put you up two scores late in the game. Yes, pushed up by ten. Well, I mean, Burning what a luxury! Um, yes, was a was a little blessing from heaven there. <laughs> uh, every coach would loves to have, but you know, you also you have what I say seven seniors there that. Mm-hmm. were not all college football players, but all, I mean, every one of them 4.0 students. I mean, they're just a smart group of kids. You could draw the play up in the dirt. I could look at Braven Bourne and just draw it in the dirt, and he'd go out and run it perfect. Yeah. And then, of course, Adam Albertini's a sophomore, yeah. who's probably the best sophomore in eight men football, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, yeah, Colin Carlson started on that team as a junior. I just, It was a fun team, and I still... Anthony was such a dominant line. You know, uh, I don't want stray too far off of it but since you're going into things i've had a couple great honors i've already said coaching my son was one of my great honors um i don't want to get emotional here but and i got some coach of the year awards along the way and all that stuff the greatest honor i ever got coaching was uh anthony albertini asked me to stand up for him when he got confirmed and uh that was probably one of the best honors was the greatest honor that i've had for one of my players um very still very close to that young man to this day mm-hmm. uh he actually helped me coach last year because he had a semester waiting to be a lawyer <laughs> go study to be a lawyer and make more money than all of us combined <laughs> they're better they're better than yeah, us <laughs> yeah so uh i love that young man to death and and uh yeah that was a great honor and um so yeah i'm i'm gonna miss it gonna miss it gonna miss it a lot there's not a better note to end the show on it right there. We're gonna go we're gonna get you out of there. We're gonna let that sink in. That was the war room this week. I'm your host, Sean Fry. Thank you to Kaiser and Keith Watrick for coming in uh, and being a part of this show uh, this week. Everybody stay safe and God bless.